0: One of the things that we hear commonly from some of our other Christian brothers is this question. What's the deal with Mary? And I've talked about this before in a previous homily. Why is Mary so special? Specifically, they might ask you more often, why do we say that Mary is the mother of God? What is that all about? That's crazy. Because if you think about it, We already know that God doesn't have a mother. God in himself is not born of anyone. And even more than that, what do we profess in the Creed? You know, we profess about the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, and that God the Son in the Creed we say was born of the Father before all ages. He was born eternally. He's already been begotten, as our creed says. So, if that's the case, how can we say that Mary is the mother of God? That's what they question us. She's just the mother of Jesus, of the man, the human nature. So, the question is, is she the mother of Jesus, or is she the mother of God? And the answer is yes. Throughout the entire history of the church, you know, we have a long history of people who come up with these ideas that eventually get brought to councils and eventually were declared as heretical. And one of those was, I forget the name of it offhand, but it was a heresy that basically said that Jesus, and this is gonna sound weird, But you don't have to understand it because it is weird Um, Is that Jesus was actually two people A human person and a divine person And that that is why we can say They claim that Mary is not the mother of God Because she didn't give birth to God She gave birth to Jesus And the church reflected on it and said In the council of Ephesus in the 400s I believe No, that is not true Mary is the mother of God because God so loved the world, so loved us, that he wasn't content just to like somehow be alongside Jesus and save us. No, he desired to become one of us. That is why this feast The solemnity of Mary, the mother of God, is tied to the Christmas event, the nativity, because it shows that God loved us so much that he said, I am gonna become like you. St. Paul tells us in Galatians he was born of a woman, born under the law, the Jewish law. He was born as a human being, a man. He didn't just kind of sit alongside another man. He was the Word. The Son of God became man. How beautiful is that? How incredible is the love of God that he would humble himself in that way. To even undergo the very minutest details of the law. To be circumcised like any other jewish boy in fact if you know your history of the liturgy in the the old rite of the mass which is now called the extraordinary form we wouldn't be celebrating mary the mother of god today but the circumcision and naming of jesus to emphasize that jesus is not just god alongside man but god become Man, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us So that's the reality of today's great solemnity and why we come on a holy day of obligation to celebrate it Because The lord was so humble That he became one of us That our lady was so humbled That she allowed the Lord to do incredible things with her. And so she became the mother of God. What we celebrate today is the great humility of Our Lady and of Our Lord. The humility that shows us the path that we are to take, especially as we begin a new year. The humility that allowed our Lord to be first discovered, not by some kings, although he would later be discovered by the kings, but to be first discovered by lowly shepherds, by poor shepherds. Our Lord models for us the openness that we are supposed to have for the poor, for the needy, for those who are downcast. An openness that doesn't look down on people And say, I can help you because I'm so much better off than you. But one that recognizes that the Lord identifies with the poor. That the Lord came down and became poor for us. He models for us, our lady models for us, how we are supposed to live lives of humility. I am the handmaid of the Lord, she says. She sees that life is a gift from God. Our lives are God's gift. Everything that we are able to experience, everything that we do, everything that we are, is a gift. And we should live in the gratitude of that gift. Especially in this time, it's a great time to reflect upon the ear and say... Lord, you have given me so many good things. I want to give it all back to you. It's a time to reflect on the gift of faith. You know, a lot of us, I see there are a lot of us here, but many of us, last week the churches were filled as people came to fulfill their Christmas obligation, and yet things start to wane as people don't come back. And we can sit back and try to judge those who don't come back between Christmas and Easter. But it's time for, I think, a time for us to realize too, not only that God gives us everything, but especially the gift of faith is a gift that we shouldn't take for granted. The gift of fidelity to the Lord's commands of coming to worship him is a gift. It takes effort on our parts, but even that effort is motivated by God's gift. And we should be humble enough to thank God for that gift, and humble enough to let God work through us so that he can plant that gift of faith in others who may be lacking. In this time, as we are grateful for the gift of this past year, Pray for the gift of the humility of Mary and the humility of our Lord, so that as we begin the new year, the Lord can work incredibly good things in our lives. Let let that be our prayer as we begin the new year. Lord, thank you. Help me to do great things do great things in my life.